On today's episode of the Korea Pact podcast, we're going to talk about some of my best learnings from the past 30 days and celebrating four months into this journey. If you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening, share it with a friend and follow us on all socials at the Korea Pact podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, what's up, people? Welcome back to the Korea Packed Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this podcast. And on this pod, I combine creativity and impact and hope to give a little bit more than I can get. Sorry, my freaking podcast boom arm does not want to be still. Okay, cool. Welcome back. For those of you who are new, um, I'm doing a daily podcast every single day for one year straight. And today marks day number 120. Now, I know 120 times 3 exactly is not 365, it's 360, but 120 days is 4 months. So, I'm just going to call it, well, tech, I don't know. I just like to do this every 30 days, 30 episodes, so I'm going to call the one uh, day 120, I'm going to call it the 4-month mark, and that's why the title of this episode is 33%, because we are... 33.33333% of the way there to 365. And these episodes are kind of turning into some of my favorites where I just sit back and chill, rant about my life from the past 30 days. And I'm going to do something uh, a little bit different that I haven't ever done before. I went on Reddit, picked out like four or five questions that I thought were really interesting, and I'm going to answer them and tell you some stories about them. And I just thought it would be pretty entertaining. So Let's get into it. The past 30 days, my biggest lessons that I learned, things I struggled with, and just overall life shit. The first one is all my friends over the past four years in college, May of 2023, is when they have graduated and a ton of my friends graduated. So getting past the FOMO of graduating college and seeing all my friends graduate, um, like the fear of missing out on that experience of not graduating, not being in school. As much as I can sit here and say that, like, it doesn't bother me, like three to 5% of me, it, it does bother me a little bit. It's like, dang, like that, those would have been cool experiences, like graduating and getting a degree. Like that's stuff that is cool, you know, and I would have cherished that if I went down that route. I'm glad I haven't because I learned a ton doing the thing that I'm doing now, but that would have also been cool. And it really challenged me to uh, stay in tune and stay locked in on what my mission is and what my path is and why I do these episodes, doing this podcast, taking the route that I'm taking, something that's just a, you know, a little bit different. And seeing all of my friends like, you know, post pictures on Instagram, graduate, and just have all that fun time, it really pushed me to be like, okay, like, you got past this, and you are exactly where you need to be, and I'm so glad I'm doing exactly what I'm doing, because I thought I would feel a lot worse seeing it, but surprisingly, it wasn't that bad. I was just like, oh, cool, like, good for them. I'm happy for them, and granted, I'm very happy for all these people, and I could not, like, wish them more luck or happiness. Like, I, I love that they accomplish these things. It was just fun to see. And it just had me thinking, like, dang, this would have been the day that I would have graduated and I would have, you know, just 
just now started working, not had, you know, the two years of experience that I do in my uh, sales work that I do now. And it just would have been an interesting journey. So I would, I just kind of ponder on that thought process or what that life would be like or would have been like. So it was fun thinking about that, reminiscing on it. Hmm. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as I thought. It was more like, cool, good for them. And I'm doing what I'm doing. So I'm just as happy. I'm just as at peace. I'm just as content. So that was the first thing is getting past that. Cause I thought it would be a lot worse than it really was. Uh, the second thing I think like, and well, like second to last week of April, I think was, you know, I went to New York, I got to meet some cool creators. And when I went there, I got to see the city of New York and just the energy that that city has and seeing the cool people that are just living there in their early twenties, just building and creating and documenting their life. It made me realize I need to document my life and thoughts more in video format through telling stories and doing things through short form, long form content. And I've started that and there's a lot to come. So stay prepared. I spent a lot of money yesterday on getting a MacBook so I can up my editing skills and just do all this stuff and fulfill my vision that I have for the videos that I want to make. Next is a camera, but right now, I'm really testing my creativity and putting it to full use with my beautiful iPhone 13 base model, not the pro, just base. And it really tests me and I really appreciate it. And I and I just want to make the most of it and create the best videos I can, tell the best stories I can just through that. Um, it's challenging, but it's something that I'm ready for. So yeah, more to come in that regard. But I realize I need to document my life more. So I will be posting more YouTube videos and creating more in a better storytelling format, which is YouTube, which is like, in my opinion, like the best way to convey your life and your message as a whole, and especially build a community. So I'm excited about that. And meeting all those people made me realize like, hey, I, I must do this. And I really enjoy it. And I'm getting really sucked into it. So I appreciate that process. And the last one, I feel like my podcasts are becoming like more me. I'm mixing. I feel like my personality has become more ingrained within the episodes. I don't. This is something that just is so normal to me now. I don't have those lapses in confidence or not knowing what I want to talk about. It's just like, hey, here's the stuff I want to talk about. I just like list it all off write down a couple stories and then I just press record. I don't overthink it. Um, you know, of course there are some days where like the ideas may not be there, but it's not as hard as it used to be where I had to like write four or five pages of things before I press record. Now it's just like, Hey, maybe like one page of like stories and points I want to get across. And then I just press record. So I think it's becoming more me and it's a better version of the type of podcast that I want to create. And this also flipped the switch for me in terms of podcasting and not putting so much pressure on myself to make it this like big extravagant like production. Danny Miranda told me he was like this, um, like every episode that I do and each episode is just a diary entry of where I am in that moment. And when I started to think about it like that, it's very fascinating because 
every day is just a dot on a little graph of my life from like the start to the end of my life. And every day that I make this podcast and I put it out, it's just a little dot or a drop in the bucket of my life and my thought processes and where I am in that moment. And it'll be cool to look back on years down the line to see the way I spoke, see the way I, you know, carried myself, how I articulated myself, all those things. So yeah, that's why I don't put so much pressure on myself to, I don't know, edit this podcast to perfection or make it seem like I'm more perfect than I am because I stutter. I mess up. I have times where I go off on tangents and all that shit, but I feel like that's just who I am. And that's just how I am wired to create a podcast because anyone who's listening to this, first off, if you are, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You're here for me. And I feel like if, if I if I do anything else, it's just a disservice to my listeners. And that's what I want to focus on. All right. Those are the three things. Getting past the FOMO, meeting cool creators, and realizing realizing I need to document. And understanding that my podcasts are becoming more like me and matching my personality, which I love. Reddit. Reddit questions. So I decided to pick five Reddit questions that I thought were super interesting. And I'm going to talk about them. The first question that I came across and I just went on Ask Reddit. Hold on. Let me turn on the fan because it's getting hot. Okay, I turned it on. All right. First question. What YouTube channel is a goldmine of entertainment? I thought about this for a little bit, but the first name that came into my mind was Casey Neistat. This man, uh, he's a filmmaker, content creator. He's been doing it for dang near 30 years of his life. Or no, 20 years, 25 years of his life. And incredible storyteller. He has like 13 million subscribers, I believe, on YouTube. Has made a bunch of movies. Very well known in New York, all across the world. New York is where, you know, he lives and does all his stuff. But if you guys are looking for someone who knows how to tell a story, cool um, entertainment just through words and the documentation of their life, highly recommend watching this guy. Like he's a big inspiration for me in wanting to create and wanting to put myself out there. So anyone who hasn't checked out who Casey Neistat is or what he's all about, he vlogged every day for 800 days straight. Highly, highly suggest you go enter that gold mine of entertainment. Because it's just amazing. Lately, I've been watching his like <clears throat> compilation videos of him building things. Like small things around his studio space in his office that gets broken. And he like puts it all together. It's just super cool stuff. They're like 30, 40 minute videos. And even the storytelling in that of just fixing things and building things. It's just so intriguing. So recommend it. Casey, nice to K or excuse me, C-A-S-E-Y, Neistat, N-E-I-S-T-A-T. Check them out. All right, number two, next question. What is your family secret that you didn't find out about until you got older? When I came across this question, I was immediately excited to talk about it because, guys, I literally just found this out two months ago. And you guys aren't going to believe this. Um, my mom doesn't listen to my podcast, and I don't really care if the world knows about this. Um, but, guys, she... This entire time, right? Let, let, let's start here. This entire time, uh, my mom is, you know, she's young, right? She's not even 50 yet. This year, she is supposed to turn 40. Wait a minute. She was born in. No, that's my grandma. Okay. She was born in 74, 
right? So this year she's supposed to turn 48 or 49, right? 2023, November, she's supposed to turn 49. So this entire time for like the past like decade, I knew that my mom was born in 1974 and that her age is, you know, 49 today. And I just knew how old my mom and my dad were all like the past decade. Come to find out a couple months ago, my mom, she was just like telling me this random story about how like on her birth certificate, like she lied and how she's not actually that age. Like she's not 46 or for, uh, she's not about to be 49. Her, it just says that on her birth certificate because she, she just made herself like her, like her mom made herself. Hold on. How do I say this? Her mom put her name down and her birthday as to show that she was two years older than she actually was just so she can like pass like her high school or get put in like the proper classes or something back in India, something like that. But I didn't know this. So my mom, she's, she's 46 right now. This whole time I thought she was about to be 50. Because, you know, she's going to be 49 this year and 50 next year. So she's going to turn 47 this year. And I that, was, that just blew my mind. Like, so she's only 46 years old right now. I don't know why, but that just really blew my mind for like that many years that I didn't know that. Like my mom's real age, I didn't know that. And the age that I did know it was wrong all along. And she's 40 about to be 47 in November and she's a grandmother of two. Like that's just amazing. Cause my sister has two kids and my sister's dang near. She's going to be 33 this year. And if you guys are wondering, no, my mom did not have my sister at that, you know, young of an age. My dad was um, married before he met my mom and with his first wife, he had, uh, my sister. And then once he met my mom, he had me. So that was just crazy. Like this, this thing that I just didn't know. And my sister didn't even know this. And when she found out, we were both just like, so in awe, we were like confronted my parents and my grandma, like, yo, what are you guys telling us? Like, are you guys being for real? So yeah, it was just a fun, exciting, crazy day when I found that out. But yeah, so my mom is two years younger than she actually is. And I just found that out recently. Next one. What's the best life lesson I learned the hard way? Okay, we're going to switch it up, get a little bit deep here. All my life, especially in middle school and high school, I've kind of have been really stubborn and I would always speak my mind and not to say that there's anything wrong with speaking your mind, but I would speak my mind in a way where I wouldn't like listen to anyone and it was like my way or no way. So the more I did that, it was not good and my parents were just like dude you're such a you're so stubborn you're such a brat um you got to you know listen more do all this stuff and the older i got i realized that i wish i was disciplined more and i and i know this may sound weird but you know especially being an indian kid like you know indian parents like they um like the way my sister was parented like my dad would sometimes like really, really discipline her and like uh, put her in the corner of a house if she didn't get like all A's. And I'm not saying I wanted to be disciplined to that extent, but 
just like having standards and having more rules and having more chores around the house that I wish they had instilled upon me. Like, and I know it's probably crazy to hear someone complain about getting a bunch of leniency and having the freedom. But that, that also for me, like, I didn't realize the importance of time management and like building discipline until I got older. Like, and this was up until like a couple years ago, even now I'm still learning, right. How to manage my time and all that stuff. So those small things that a parent can instill in you, the younger you are, it's, it's good. So maybe if I like said something wrong to my grandma or my mom and my dad slapped me, like maybe that wasn't such, maybe that isn't such a bad thing like in my perspective, like, and I'm not saying like viciously slap me. No, it's just like a smack on the butt or a smack on the back or something where it just makes me realize my mistake and not do it again. So, and by the way, like I wish I, I just, I I don't want to make it sound like I was parented poorly. It's just, just that discipline aspect right? is something that I wish I was taught a little bit more and like the time management part, especially in high school. So yeah. But yeah, aside from that, there's, I can't say enough things about how well my parents parented me, like understanding the importance of like listening to other people and again, speaking your mind. Like I got that from my dad and not holding back like say what you have to say. So like listening, speaking, caring, giving to others more than you take um, the importance of like a clean space and organization, all of that I get from my mom and yeah, just a, how to, how to, how to have a conversation with someone and build a connection with another human being, my dad, so many things. And uh, another life lesson that, he's really taught me. He's like, no matter what you do in life, stay planted, like keep your feet planted on the ground. And that's a quote that I'll probably get tattooed on me somewhere someday. It's just a reminder that stay humble. And I think I've talked about it in this podcast before in one of my episodes, like the good, the bad, all the success that you have, or if you fit, like whatever it is, just stay humble and stay, keep your feet planted on the ground another big lesson. And I could go on and on about the lessons that, you know, they've taught me, but yeah, that was the biggest lesson I learned the hard way. Um, next question, what's a weird deal breaker for you and why? And I think what this question means for me is deal breaker in the sense of, um, actually, I don't know. I guess I didn't really think about this, a deal breaker. My immediate thought, like, let's say if it's like a, something that involves like, I don't know, a contract, a friendship or business, anything like small stuff. Like I respect people like a lot more when they are on time, they do what they say. And so, yeah, one weird deal breaker that I have is just like not being on time like that. If there's something that just really annoys me and really pisses me off, like I I probably won't show it, but it's when people aren't on time. And that genuinely, genuinely bugs me. It's like you are you just like, why can't you be on time? I respect your time. So I will show up at this time. So 
if you can't show up at the time we agreed upon, then that's just you disrespecting my time. Yeah, that's just one weird deal breaker I have in terms of what I don't really know. But like if there's someone that like isn't on time, maybe once or twice, like cool, I understand things may come up and I'm empathetic of it. But if it's like a consistent thing where you're just like not on time, it's just like, dude, get your shit together. Like, and it doesn't matter. It could be like if we're meeting up for dinner or if we're, I don't know, all going out somewhere, anything, anything, like if there's a birthday party, something, be on time. And hold on, I'm getting a call. I've been getting a bunch of freaking random calls today, and I don't know from who, but scam likely calls have been gone going out the roof lately. But yeah, just be on time if you want to be a part of my close circle. <laughs> just be on time. Last question. What do you know is true without proof? And without proof, what do you believe in your bones to be true? All right. I'm going to get a little bit um weird here but maybe not weird but what do what do i know that's true without proof um ghosts ghosts like spirits i don't need proof from anyone else and yes i've watched a bunch of ghost hunters and ghost adventures and paranormal activity episodes on the travel channel for like half a decade with my dad like i am so convinced that there are um spirits and orbs and energies that are just out of this world and for anyone who like doesn't believe in spirits and ghosts and all that like bro they exist and me personally like my grandpa died in this house right and yeah sometimes in the middle of the night i swear i hear some shit i hear some shit guys i swear and yeah that 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 really makes me believe in the paranormal. So there's definitely ghosts and spirits and I don't need proof from any, anyone else, even though there is a bunch of proof out there. Um, but yeah, that would, that one would be it. Um, another. So, and then without proof, what do you believe in to your bones, UFOs and Bigfoot? Yo, Bigfoot has to exist. Like I've just seen too many shows. Like, I, I, okay, again, this all this all comes back to me watching like shows for like, again, half a decade with my dad. Like every Wednesday, my dad and I would sit down. We would watch Ghost Adventures, and then on Fridays we would watch Ghost Adventures. Same thing on Saturday, and then on Sunday night at nine p.m., Finding Bigfoot would come on, and we watched that literally for like five years. And all the crazy stories and crazy uh, apparitions and shadows and videos that were caught. It's like. Dude, there has to be Bigfoot. Bigfoot exists, and I'm so convinced of that. Like, there is proof, and even without proof, like, I just feel it in my bones that it exists. And UFOs, same thing. Like, there is something outside of this galaxy that exists, and who the fuck knows? But, yeah. Ghosts, UFOs, and Bigfoot all fucking exist. And if you guys want to debate me on that, if you <laughs> want to tell me otherwise, please. But in my bones, I really believe all of these things to be true. Um, what about the Chupacabra? I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, sorry. This podcast is going way too long. Um, but yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed my little Reddit rant and questions and the lessons from the last 30 days fun little episode um but yeah man anyone who's listened to my podcast over the past 
120 days. I seriously appreciate you guys. You got um, anyone who listens means the world. You take time to listen to my annoying voice and I appreciate you. So the gentleman's agreement, I'll give you a podcast every single day, no matter what it'll be there. You guys got to do a couple things. You got to follow the pod, wherever you're listening, share it with a friend and leave me a rating helps me out a ton. And like I always say, guys, uh, take care, tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. And thank you so much for being a friend with me for the past 24 minutes and chilling. Hope you enjoyed your drive to work or your walk or your run on the treadmill or your lifting session, whatever it is that you're doing while listening to this. I appreciate you and I will see you tomorrow. Peace.